Our purpose is to positively building men, both young and seasoned. Our goal is to positively impact the lives of men and the effects that impact has on their lives, families, and communities. As a man thinks wants to leave a legacy that will last a lifetime. Get ready to be encouraged, engaged, and challenged. In this podcast, you would expect to know what men go through. Hear us laugh, cry, share our personal challenges in this walk of life. As a man thinks. Welcome back to As a Man Think. I am Deshaun Brown, Vice President of As a Man Thinks. Courtney Venus, President of As a Man Thinks. Kyrie Treasurer, As a Man Thinks. And hope you all enjoyed our last podcast, reflecting on Chicago. And we also want to just make sure we've got some donations and we appreciate it. We still need some more donations. We got an event coming up on November 20th. We're going to be supporting, we're going to be supporting Atlanta. We're going to be doing some care drives and some uh, care packages for the home. We need your donations. And we have a toy drive at the end of uh, December, middle and end of December, to be able to help two separate communities. But again, we can only do what we do because of your donations. So thank you for your donations. But please uh, see the link and we'll share again our website to donate. But as a man thinks.org. All right, fellas. So what's on the agenda for today? I know we, you know, part of our, our mission is uh, iron sharp design. So, uh, what do y'all? What does that mean to you all? What is so, man? I just want to take the time first to just say, you know, uh, rest in peace, Kwame. Uh, <clears throat> we lost a brother last night, um, and um, I was really close to him. Uh, I've been, you know, living next to him for you know over six years, uh, and uh, young brother. You know what I'm saying? 55 years old, you know, um, just out having a good time at the Alabama game, um, had a heart attack and, and passed away. So uh, I got the shocking news yesterday. Uh, it's, it's just amazing how alive a person could be and then the next day they're gone. So it put a lot of things in perspective you know, all morning I've been thinking just about, you know, we think about so many things in, in life that we want to accomplish and we only here temporarily, you know, we only here for a short time and we don't know when our time is. It could be today, tomorrow, next week. You just don't know. So, you know, this is always good to do good to people and, you know, trust God that he has your best interests and, and just keep it moving. But, uh, Rest in peace to him and his family. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Cordy. I you know, didn't get to meet Kwame, but one time um, we've actually enjoyed some of the things that he's provided us and shared, though. But, um, yeah, shout out to his family. Rest in peace. Um, and thoughts and prayer with you and the family. I know it's someone that you all were close to, so um, thoughts and prayers. But yeah, so many things we can talk about, y'all. Um, obviously, we'll start on a somber note. Being someone who was close to Courtney, someone's close to, you know, what we do as a man thinks. Um, we're really just close to the community of where we are, uh, losing somebody like that. But, um, you know, you think about life and what you have, 
you know, I wanted to talk about accountability. You know, there's a couple of ways you can be accountable. You can be accountable to your brothers. You can be accountable to your family, but you can also be accountable to yourself. So what does that look like to you all? What does it mean, you know, iron sharp as iron, you know, be accountable to each other? What What is that? What You know, what is that even reflection of somebody losing their life and, you know, the things that you have? Are you accountable to yourself? Are you doing the things you need to do from a health perspective? You know, what does that mean to you, though? What does it mean to be accountable? I would say this, man. Um, <clears throat> I need more accountability. Um, especially when, you know, when I think about my health and I think about, you know, the goal that I have of how I would like to look, you know, compared to how I currently look, you know. I have an idea of the weight that I would like to be at I have an idea of, you know, things that I would like to accomplish in life. But the thing that I think about often is how disciplined am I and how accountable I am around those things. And I come to the conclusion that I just, I need more accountability. Uh, accountability. I mean, I don't think that anyone can really look at themselves in the mirror and just say that they got it all figured out. They've done everything they need to do. They've accomplished everything that they want to accomplish and they're comfortable where they are. Um, I mean, Courtney touched on a few things. I, I can look at myself in the mirror and say, there are a lot of things of where I feel like I need to hold myself a little bit more accountable. Yeah, when it comes to uh, weight, maybe eating better, um, just holding myself accountable for different things that I want to do. Um, but sometimes um, I'm not going to necessarily say it's a cop out, but if you, you look or for me, I can't speak for everybody. I just say, well, you know, you got to live every day like it's your last. And so I never know when I'm going to die. And so for me, I don't want to spend my last days eating salad and all that good stuff and I never know when I'm gonna die even though that's the part of that can definitely keep me healthy so it's, it's always a, a fight and it feel like sometimes you can always come up with an excuse or uh us that's still in the living always come up with the thing I know we touched on uh tomorrow and you know just spending time with family and stuff and so you always come up with an excuse to not go work out or you're going to do it tomorrow or um, just a lot of different things that I don't hold myself to a certain standard to, which I know I should. But I think that's where, um, you know, the people that you surround yourself with could help out and just kind of y'all kind of hold each other accountable. I mean, everybody grown, but, you know, just for me, I know for sure, there's a lot of things that I can hold myself up to a different standard. So basically you're saying you're going to die anyway, so you might as well eat the pork. I mean... That's what you're saying? That's what I say to myself, yeah. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no reason to, okay. to, fake, to fake the folk, yeah. I'm, I like bacon. Bacon okay. be good. So then I say, well, I ain't going to eat bacon no more. And I might not for two weeks. And then I see somebody else eating bacon, and there I go, eating bacon again, that good old salty, like that rice bacon. I tell you, it's something, but I, I know I need to change, but I, you know, it's 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 just different. I will tell you this, as I look at this 
podcast right now. I got to be the blackest thing that is. I'm blending in with my shirt. Like the shirt is, if, if I don't smile, you ain't seeing me up in this podcast. Like you just see a black spot uh, making man. noise. I didn't know I was that. Why y'all didn't tell me I was that dark? Listen, I didn't even realize you had the black sweater on. You Good definitely use the color there. Listen though, uh, real talk. I um the reason they came up for me it was something I wanted to talk about. Um, I actually, and as you know, as, as a man thinks, we pray and we talk to other brothers and we kick it with people. And uh, it's funny, man. At the heart of accountability, to me, is the word vulnerability. And for you to be accountable to somebody, it really means that you got to be vulnerable to allow somebody to be able to, you know, you to be shared with something that you're going through with somebody. So I'm grateful because I got a lot of brothers who I, I talk with, I pray with, I sow into, they sow into me. And um, some brothers were being real about things that they were going through. And I'm not going to share what those things are, but, you know, some of those things are like every man goes through. Relationships with women, you know what I'm saying, whether it's, you know, physically, whether it's somebody you see on your job or your business or, you know, at a grocery store, wherever it is. Or it could be just, you know, right now social media is heavy, you know what I'm saying, and what you see on social media. So, you know, I'm grateful because a lot of brothers are open and vulnerable, but, at the heart of people not being accountable is that is that vulnerability. And, and what is so hard about people being vulnerable to, to really allow someone to be able to help you? Now, I get it. You don't want to be vulnerable to somebody who either ain't going to help you or you don't want to tell everybody your business. You know what I'm saying? Because not everybody can hold on to the things that you share with them. But I feel like in order for you to really get true change, for you to be, overcome the things that you go through, it can't help that you have somebody that you can, you know, know that you're kicking the way you're talking, you're speaking with, who might be praying for you, might be lifting you up, but really just checking on you. Hey, man, how's it going in that area? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Did you go to the gym this week? Did you walk this week? You know what I'm saying? So we got to be able to have those things in our life to really help us get there. So what do y'all feel about vulnerability? What is, you know, is that something that you confident with something you feel like, no, nah, I'm off base. What are y'all thoughts? Yeah, that button. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, D, what you're saying far as, you know, being vulnerable. Sometimes it's tough, you know, you know, when you have been in positions where you have shared with people different situations and, you know, it came back to bite you or people talked about you behind your back, you know, sometimes it make you kind of be like a snail and kind of go inside. You don't want to share, you know, but I found that there's a group of people like my small little circle that I will entrust with things, you know, far as on accountability standpoint, you know, I may not go out and blast it to the world, but, you know, I have a small group of people that I feel like have great intentions for me. They pray for me. They really care about what happens to me. You know, like I'm important to their life and they're important to mine. And those are the type of people that I try to keep close uh, as well as, you know, share some things and as well, they can share some things with me 
And I know for sure that after it's shared, I'm not going to hear it again. I'm not going to be just walking in the street and somebody say, hey, man, I heard you. I'm not going to hear that. So um, those accountability partners, I feel like I already have in my life. Um, and, you know, I, I would continue to utilize that. But, uh, you know, I think that in some people cases, maybe they don't have that person, that outlet, that person to go to. Um, for me, when uh, you speak about vulnerable, um, I feel as though I'm pretty good with opening up to the select few people that I um, talk to. Um, but sometimes just um, depending on what the situation is, just as a man, uh, I think it's hard for me. I can't speak for all men, but for me to involve other people in certain situations. Um, because for me, even though it may not be the case, and, and that can be even with within my close circle, some things I may not want to share just for the simple fact of I feel like I should have it or I should have had it or I should have done whatever the whatever the situation is, and so I don't share. Um, should I share? Probably so. Um, because you know, if you if you feel like you do have that close net network of friends that really are looking out for you, that really want the best for you, then they'll help you devise a plan or maybe they can help you with whatever the situation is. So for me, um, I feel like for the most part, I do, but there are situations into where I feel like I do need to open up a little bit more um, and I don't. And that just, um, I guess it's just a work within itself um as i move along and as i get older and realize hey maybe i should do this or maybe i should do that then i feel like i probably will but right now i definitely still struggle with it just completely opening up yeah no i i'm 100 on the same part of you all you have a selective group i don't think you can be vulnerable with everybody for one not everybody knows how to handle that um nor should they nor should people be, you know, having to handle, you know, everybody going around hearing about your business and what's going on. That's that's not what it's meant for. Um, I think you got to have those selected few, like uh, both of them said, of those who can, who can, you know, truly have a desire to see you improve and see you better. You know, when y'all talk, they have, you know, what you're asking them about and intentions on making sure those things are doing well. Um, to me, that's what prayer partners are, brothers are, small groups are. Um, and right now, a lot of them don't have it. Um, and I think there's a there's a fine line between being vulnerable and, um, you know, having pride in what you do. And, and, and really, I'm a proud man. You know, certain things that I, you know, don't want everybody to know. But there's certain things that, you know, I know that in order for me to get deliverance from what I help through, you know, I got to be vulnerable to get, to get someone to help me through it. So, to me, that's life, though. I think if you try to hide things that you're going through, you never will get deliver from or you'll never really be able to come over overcome those things you know it says we're overcome by the word of our testimony so you know to me if you share you got to share what's select a few but as you share you open yourself up to be um, set apart from those things that don't have control over so. i'll tell you this man i shared some pretty big things with people that i felt like was destroying my life. Uh, 
and I will tell you, it was the hardest thing ever to do. Um, in the moment, you know, when you're motivated and you're like, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of living like this, I'm tired of this, and then you're sharing it, it feels like you're getting relief because, you know, you just, you know, you're being open, honest, and sharing it, right? But I think it's the after effect when you realize that you shared whatever and now you instantly go into withdrawals of what is this person going to think about me? How how am I going to, you know, I mean, it makes you think like, you know, is this person going to judge me? Is this person going to tell somebody else my business? Is this person, do they really, really genuinely care about what's happening in my life? Or is this just another thing for them to know that I'm not perfect and I got flaws and I got issues that I deal with and it's tough sometimes because it's it's scary, you know, because you don't want to be in a position where you slander, but you also want to be in a position where you let people in you can trust. And I think that's where the, call, the careful vulnerability comes from because you can't share it everybody, right? But also, I mean, we're not perfect. So, you know, sometimes you got to know that what you share, like I got, I got a couple of brothers who, you know, sometimes may not feel like they can share with me certain things because they don't want me to judge them. But they don't know that I, I might have the same thing they're going through. So we're both trying to be, you know, I don't want to share too much because I don't want to be perceived this way. But sometimes you don't know the thing that you may share might be the thing that may help you. You know, I, I, I you know, I got a pastor friend that I talked to, and you know, we we're praying, and I just prayed, you know, really, you know, because one of the things about someone who leads is, you know, we always think they got together. You know, what I'm saying, oh, they lead, they got together. You know, what I'm saying they really. And they're vulnerable too. You know what I'm saying? They still got different things they can overcome. And then the, the anointing on them is higher and is greater because if something affects them, it affects a lot more. You know what right. I'm saying? Like if you're a leader and you get affected, everybody that you lead is now affected. So who are they going to come at? Somebody who's effective as a leader or someone who's not? They're going to come after that leader because they know they can affect each other. So, you know, never feel like if, you know, oh man, I'm in this high stature. I got this real astute. I don't really want to be perceived a certain way. Yeah, be very careful about who you're being vulnerable to. Because just understand sometimes when you are vulnerable, what you're going through, you someone else can bless you or bless what you're going through if they can be accountable or if you feel that you can be accountable to them and they're accountable to you. So I know um like as as you were saying, Courtney, like sometimes um I think the build up to um telling somebody something uh and then like how you i don't know express yourself sometimes can be a way that may have you thinking like um i know for me sometimes i may let something build up and then i express my feelings because i do feel the need that i that i need to communicate and not all the time maybe i i put all the thought into the process of what I need to say or what I want to say, and maybe it may come out, I don't know, skewed, or maybe that may be how they take it. And so they could go off with the information I gave them and 
do something crazy. But I know for me, the, the communication piece is definitely key when you're being vulnerable, depending on who you decide that you can be vulnerable to. Or even if it's nobody being vulnerable to, it's just information like you said that sometimes people that you may not need to deal with no more um, and you communicating that with them, they may feel, I don't know, I don't, I don't know exactly how they may feel, but it may have you feeling some type of way because how you presented it. You know, you, you know it needed to be said, and then how you said it, depending on if you were mad or if you were sad or whatever your state at the time was, whenever you communicated, whatever it was to communicate to them, that's how they took it. And I know sometimes, a lot of times, I see people doing it through text messages, and like they they can write a lot. And sometimes people may take what's being written the wrong way. And even though I'm being vulnerable in the moment and really expressing myself through text messages or whatnot, um, a person may read it how they're feeling. And they may be mad or they may be sad or they may not understand exactly what I'm trying to say. So um, being vulnerable can definitely be a tricky thing. Um, for me, again, I just, I do say what I need to say. Um, and then sometimes I don't necessarily think about um, how I say it or whatever until after the fact, um, which can be a bad thing or it could be a good thing. Well, I got something I really want to hear y'all talk about. I think it's going to start some controversy out here. So, how accountable... How accountable can you be to your spouse? And do you share everything with your spouse? <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I'm just saying, like, I... No. I mean, I don't feel... Okay, you know what? Let me not say that. Because I... I... You know, when when D asked the question, I ain't think before he I spoke. What I do see. Okay. <laughs> All right. I literally pulled a Kyrie. And I want to apologize to y'all. Okay. I apologize though. So yes, I have confessed certain things in my life. Uh and it was scary. Uh, it was uncomfortable. Um, would I say that I'm fully transparent and just totally open 110%? No, but I did confess major things that was very, very uncomfortable because you don't know what's going to happen when you say whatever. You don't know the outcome of it. You don't know if it's going to be good, bad, and different. You don't know. Uh, and it's just real a real... Uh, scary position to be in. Yeah, and I should have said how accountable. I'm I'm sorry, I set it up because asking do you be accountable is a yes or no question. Of course, we all want to be accountable, right. but the extent is how accountable are we to our spouses? So Cl Courtney clarified it, but I want to hear from Kyrie and I'll share my uh, thoughts. For the most part, I feel like I'm uh, pretty transparent. Of course, there's not everything that you're going to talk about about everything. Maybe maybe that's past events that happened before you even got with your spouse or whatever the case may be. But um I feel like I've been 
very transparent and, and we have had those um tough talks as well. Um maybe not to the extent that maybe what Courtney and them had, but sometimes you just have to have, depending on how your relationship works, you gotta have tough conversations. And those tough conversations can lead to whatever, somebody getting mad, somebody storming out, you know, somebody start thinking a certain way. Maybe nobody don't want to be with that person no more. Maybe they just want to end it all, whatever the case may be. So so you're um, trying to tell me you told your wife about you wearing women clothes when she ain't at home. You told her that? You really confessed that to her? I know you ain't telling that part. I know you left that part out, you know, because when you was telling me, I, you know, when you was telling me that you had that fetish, I was <laughs> saying, man, bro, that's going to be a real tough one to confess. But if you confess, hey, kudos to you, bro. Okay. Kudos to you. All right. Well, I see what you're saying. Oh, God. Women's clothes and all that good stuff. Uh, I mean, bro, you got the white power right. as your profile picture. I mean, what what you, I mean, let's just tell the community about it, Doc. Let's just tell the community about it. Uh, Show the community your profile picture so that you got. This is what social media used to be. <laughs> and this is why you can't share certain things with certain people because they just get on screen and start acting crazy. Of course, we got the steak back here. All you can see is the teeth in back there. Hey, hey, words. hey, but DH, but DH, look, bro, if you watching, okay, um, we know you made the comment that what happens in your bedroom ain't nobody business. Hey, live your life, bro. But if you want to donate to As a Man Thinks, <laughs> we'd be happy to take your donation. We know, you know, you, we know where the Uber came. And Courtney didn't want to share it, but he was the one that hopped the noodle. I'm waiting for you to say it ain't true. I still ain't heard you say it ain't true yet. Hey. White Howard ain't your screensaver, is it? Hey, bro. Man. Hey. The White Howard is screensaver, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. All right, so I share my thoughts on how accountable. So I I personally don't feel you can be overly accountable to your wife or your, or your spouse. That may come off the wrong way, but I, I I think you have to be. I think, you know, the, a marriage is a partnership. So naturally, there are going to be things that you are accountable. But I've learned from other men that I've kicked with in the past that, you know, your wife shouldn't know everything that you got going on. I, you know, you got certain things that you may deal with, whether it's, you know, how you, you know, you know make the money you want to make, you, you want to achieve some of the things you want to do. Y'all have to have a partnership. But I think there's certain vulnerabilities that I don't necessarily feel you should share with your spouse. And and I just feel that way because I've always had men tell me, yeah, you got to overcome certain things. And I feel like a brother sometimes can help me to understand that or help me to get through that. Now, of course, I got a great relationship with my wife. We've been we were friends more than half my life. But, um, you know, I always feel like you also can't, you know, it has got to be a certain vulnerability. You know, she still has to see you as, that hero. She still has got to see you as that person who can go out there and, and slay that dragon no matter what it takes. And you'll do whatever you need to do for your family. And I just think, you know, again, you can be vulnerable, but in terms of certain vulnerabilities, I think there are certain things that, you know, as a man, you you have to be able to withhold. And I also don't feel like, like if you're going through stuff, like I've had brothers who have gone through stuff and be like, oh, I'm just going to tell my wife. And I'm like, well, what is that going to benefit her? Just because you're going through something and you feel like you should share it, it might give you benefit to take it off your chest. But what is that doing for her? What is she receiving? She's going to receive that you've 
you know, done this or, or you had these feelings about certain things and you just really feel like you need to get it off your chest. But now she has to be the one that takes that. Now she has to be the one that holds on to that. And to me, you know, I've just always felt like, you know, certain things you should share, you should share. But, you know, am I wrong? I don't know. I'm asking you all the questions. That's that's how I feel. I've always felt that way. I feel like things of importance, uh, things that can be detrimental to you uh, in a relationship or whatever, it's, it's kind of like what you say, the final line between um, being vulnerable, but then also the trust factor. Because at the same time, even though we know that women probably, I mean, I don't think anybody's a hundred percent open to everything, but um, you want your spouse or your partner to tell you things, and um, and so you should be able to be open, even if, even if, because a lot of times you just you don't want the wrath of what's going to happen, depending on what it is, and it may not even be that bad. It may not even be what 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 you think or whatever the case may be. So. Um, I found for me because I just I have to be open, uh, and I think you do get scared, like Courtney, which he always scared. So you know, him being scared is like an everyday thing. So naturally, he gonna be scared to say anything. He gonna be scared to say whatever. So, but for me, just being scared, uh, maybe nervous, um, but. You have to be able to communicate because you, if you don't communicate, then they find out, and then now you're fighting a whole different battle. Something so, that you thought you kept that you didn't really keep. Now she found out, and then now here you go having to explain yourself as to why you didn't say it, but then here you are, why well, I was going to. Nah, so no, I got you there. So I got you. I, I don't mean the act of doing something. I got you there. You. If something happened, I got you. You got to get through that. I mean, do you go to them for everything? Like, you know, we might be having thoughts. We might, we might have drove down the street and saw this bag chick or something. We, we, and we thought, man, I, I, I kill that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to come to your spouse and be like, man, you know what I was, man, I saw it because it ain't no need to, right? What is the benefit of that? So, I, I don't mean, I, I mean, if you did something wrong, I got you there. Unless you're looking for argument, right, right. I mean, I was, look, I would say this, man. My grandmother is in her 90s. And one thing that she said to me is she said, some things you take to your grave. You don't tell everything. And when she said that, I couldn't understand. I mean, like what she, you know, grandma, what you really mean? And I'm like, you know, grandmama, what, what do you really mean by that? You know, when you say, you know, some things you got to take to your grave. And I think that in their time, and even in our time, but there's some things sometimes that happen in your life that is not always for you to run to this person or that person. You know, sometimes the best person to run to is God and be real with him about this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm feeling. And, you know, shawty up the street, she wink at me one more time, I'm knocking five from that, right? If anybody understand you, he understands you because he's the creator. He created you. And it just, it takes it back to the place of 
I knew you in your mother's womb. I know your beginning from your end. So if you know my beginning from my end and, and you died on the cross for my sins and you know the things that I was gonna struggle with or you know the things I was gonna deal with, you're the best person for me to go to. Does that mean that you shall continue in sin that grace may be down? No. Does that mean that you can't share something with your spouse or you know, be honest. No, that's not right. So I just think that, you know, when I think about Kyrie and I think about Deshaun and I think about, you know, uh, how they feel about the subject, the thing I would say is at the end of the day, Kyrie's Elaine. And at the other end of the day, Deshaun brought up a good point that totally makes sense. Kyrie is the one that runs and tells his wife that he's seen this girl at McDonald's and she looked good and he wanted to do something with her. Okay? <laughs> Man. All right? Listen, y'all. Knowing that he had no chance. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Again, As A Man Thinks is committed to making sure that we hear from your voices. So this is a big topic. Accountability is huge. We want to hear from you. What does accountability look like? Are you accountable to somebody? Are you vulnerable to somebody? How do you feel about sharing with your spouse? Is that something you can share? To what level? We want to hear from you all. We appreciate your comments. Kyrie, how can they get connected with us and what we got going on? Uh, you can connect with us at adamantthinks.org. Or you can find us on Spotify. Please like, share, and subscribe. November the 20th, we have the, what is it? It's the care packages for the homeless. We're going to give out care packages for the homeless in the city of Atlanta. You don't, you don't even, he don't even know what, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He don't come to half of the events, okay? We made that known the last podcast, okay? That's the reason why he gets stuck and he don't understand what's happening. But look. I know what it was called. Look. Hey, come, come rock with us. As a man thinks, we'll see y'all next time. Hey, no, 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 no. Nah, we done. We done. We done. We going to end on that note. All right, y'all. Peace. Later. As a man thinks, to learn how to get connected, support our mission, and become legacy-driven, visit our website, asamanthinks.org, or you can scan our QR code to get connected to our chat. You can also email us at partners at asamanthinks.org. Either way, get connected, be of support, be a legacy-driven, as a man thinks.